Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When I go to Sacramento, I will pump up Sacramento. 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 Turner Sparks just got married and has moved home to America after 12 years living in China. Sir Michael Ira Kaplan has two kids, a wife, a job, and has spent his entire life in the USA. Neither one can figure their country out. This is Lost in America. All right, everybody, welcome to Lost in America, episode 182. My name's Turner Sparks. I'm Mordecai Kaplan. You can find me at Turner Sparks on Instagram. You can find Cap at Cap in America on Instagram. Also, this show's on Instagram. We're at Lost in America Pod. Kaplan, on the podcast today, we have the fantastic Esther Steinberg joining us. That's why I introduce myself as Mordecai whenever Esther is on. It's a, it's a Purim reference for our Jewish listeners. So Great idea. <laughs> Esther is a fantastic stand-up comedian. Um, she used to be in New York City. Now she's in LA. But more, most importantly, she just had a baby during a pandemic, her first child, I believe. That's the best uh, time to have a baby, they say, I think. <laughs> during a pandemic. Now, we know this Digging. show. So she's going to be on in a minute. And um, this show is the tools to make you the smartest blowhard at the cocktail party, mm, as yes. we now say, as is the show. So going on that theme Kaplan, you're one of the world's greatest blowhards. I, I yeah. am. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not Jeremy Carrican level or Andrew Heaton level, but I think I'm in the next tier. You're Second pretty tier good. Blowhard. You're pretty tier good. Two. So no research involved. What do you, first of all, you've had how many, two children, right? Right. Well, my wife's had them, but yes, I get, I get credit for it. I get yeah, to, but it's a real, it's a, it's a great, I get, I know about the topic. I get to blow hard on the topic without having a baby in my stomach. So yeah, you've already failed. I feel like a true blowhard would say, yes, I've had two children. Oh, you're right. I'm see, that's why I'm tier two. I'm working gonna, on it. That's what's going to get me to tier one. You got to take credit for these type of things, yeah. Kaplan. So what is it like being in the, I mean, can you imagine being in the hospital and as a blowhard, you have to say yes. Ble- yes. Being in the <laughs> hospital with everyone, you don't know who has corona. You don't know who doesn't. You know, the doctor could have it. What's that like? Yeah, well, I mean, especially the first. This is her first show, which is the key, because I've gone through, we've done this twice. And I'm sure I could speak for Tyler Sparks and everybody else you know who's had multiple kids in their family. My brother, yeah. Your brother, yeah. Any, but when you, the first one, you're a, you're a maniac because you're nervous as a man about having a baby and ch- your whole life changing. But really, you've got this wife who's got a, a foreign object in her stomach and is just, <laughs> a foreign like, object. Is just like crazy. Like they're just everything. The rules are all changed because like obviously women are always right to begin with. But now they're doubly, triply, quadruply always right. And all that stereotype, you got to run out and get pickles in the middle of the night and all that stuff you got to do. 
But really, it all boils down to the, the actual birth. This day, you prepare for it. For months, you're talking about it, you're talking about it. And there's all these, like, like, there's like you're always nervous. Every time you go to the doctor, you're, uh, the wife is, like, you, you give them a third degree. You're like, do you think that doctor's okay? Can we trust this doctor? You're like, there's this Second hospital. opinion. You, yeah, you do research on the hospital. That the, you, the hospital you're going to is based on the doctor you have. It's a random Kaplan, thing. What you're saying right now, I already do, during Corona life, I do this for supermarkets. <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah, you read don't, go to the, don't go to that Safeway because that's the bad one. They got the skinny aisles. You go to the one across town and that's where they wear more masks. So now you're saying, this on top of it's it's pandemic it's, on it, top of this the whole child exists the, the first child because the second time around it's like eh we've done this already we were why were we so crazy this is like who cares yeah, now you, I'm you could give up. you could now give you, birth in an alley big yeah, deal the, the first time around I'll we'll just see what Esther thinks of all this but with us and with a lot of people who are having kids around the same time period there was all this you take child class you take classes you take CPR because uh, you got to practice like you're gonna remember this with your you're gonna panic in real life you're gonna call nine one one you're gonna give your kid CPR it's all. I don't, maybe you could, but you take uh, birthing classes. You get a doula. We got a doula. That's like What's a doula. End. A doula is like a uh, assistant. Like a, it's not like when you go to, um, is that Jewish? A, no, it's not Jewish. It's a Jewish assistant. No, it's like a person, not assistant. It's like a child birthing expert. Who's like for a natural birth. If you want to have a natural birth, you do all, okay. they, they do all the breathing exercises and they have got like, they got all sorts of, they got all sorts of tricks. Is this person on top of a mountain? This they're like an ally because you're like you're in the hospital and the doctors are. Everyone's got this. Uh, this this yeah, exactly. I'm an ally. Everyone's got this. Uh, this image in their head of like the medical system's against you. You know, like giving birth, and especially in America, like they just want you in the hospital, out of the hospital as fast as possible. And yeah. that's the other thing is that. So is a doula to, like a? This is almost you're talking like an agent, like a. They're almost like your agent. Yeah. They're yeah. like both. They're like a shrink and an agent because they're, they're there for your mental well-being. So they keep the, the not just the, the wife, but also the husband. They're there for both of you. And they're like, ah. there to keep you relaxed. They're there to keep you, they're there to do things for you, to run. They're also there to advocate for you. So like they know, like we had a very crazy birth story with Teddy where he Listen, was- Listen, my client, do they refer to you as my client? <laughs> no, but they give you, they can't because they, it's a whole thing where the doctors look down on the doulas. You know it, they don't say it. They're like, who's this crazy person you bring into us? So they're not going to speak up in front of the doctor, but when the doctor leaves, they'll be like, look, I've been through this a hundred times. With their, this is the question you should ask next. So you're getting like side, agent. sidebar agent. Yeah. So I don't know if you can even bring a duel in nowadays with the coronavirus, but like it's, I don't think you can have a, so it's a real, I'm hey, sure. The duela industry, another casualty another of the coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, the duela, it just, yeah, exactly. So, and then, yeah, so you, you're, you're, you're going through this whole experience where you're just, all these things are important, but you're all like in a panic about uh, safety. Everything's safety. You're just like a crazy, the first time parents. And now yeah. with, with coronavirus, it's like, I can't, it's like you're actually allowed, like we say this all the time, like you're okay to be a germ phobe. Like now it's like you're given. Do you think Esther wore a mask? They made her wear a mask while she was like giving birth. That's a great question. Probably not. I don't think. Probably, <laughs> well, I mean, she would I, keep it on. There's no chance. I mean, my friends put. Uh, you know, I did pull some blowharding because I had some friends who had a, who had a baby, and they took a picture of their kid in this crazy N95 mask. The the, ba the new baby. The baby, and my wife was going crazy, and I was like, I don't know if that's a real photo. Maybe they're. <laughs> I found out later they were they are doctors. They got a hold of a mask. They were being funny. They, they don't make the baby. The photo. They doctor the photo. So babies, I know, don't wear masks. So I'm gonna go on. A, I'm gonna go on a limb and blow hard on that one. But the the actual birthing mother, I don't know. They're they're doing a lot of breathing. 
there's a closed room. There's doctors, but doctors are in the masks. So I, I don't know. I mean, there seems you- like a lot of advantages. I want to get to her. Let's not, I, let's not waste okay. any more time. She's here. She's going to come in. Well, she's in California somewhere, but she's going to zoom in. Kaplan. But before that, I just want to say a couple of things. Lost in America podcast. We do this. We do four days a week, extra shows, four extra shows a week. We do on Patreon. It's me. It's Kaplan. Go to patreon.com slash lost in America to get us blowharding on everything out there. Yeah. And um, also every Friday night, I do a stand-up comedy show on Zoom with all of my favorite comedians. Go to turnersparks.com to get tickets for that. It's totally free. We do it on Fridays. And uh, kept that's and it. And our Patreon. What about we got a Patreon show? I talked about it. Did I not? That's uh, what I just said. The Patreon show. Five days oh, a sorry. week. Are you listening to your own <laughs> podcast? Yeah. We have a Patreon show. It's so important. I'm saying it twice. Five Are days a week. N- I just said that whole All thing. All right, delete that part. I don't know. I missed I'm that not stuff. deleting it. I'm keeping it in, Kaplan. <laughs> Esther Steinberg, you know her, you love her. Let's uh, zoom her in. Zoom her in. All right, we're back with our guest, Esther Steinberg. What's up? Hey. Mazel tov. A six-week baby crying all the time. Okay, so six weeks ago you had a baby, right? Yes. In the heart I keep of the on like, Yes. We really wanted a pandemic baby. <laughs> it's like the New Year's baby. It's the same thing. Same <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I need something that so I don't kill myself. So I think you did our podcast in, it was like February maybe. And it was when you were pregnant, but the coronavirus was something that was just, it was happening in China and it was never going to It was a joke. Here. Yeah. We were I was doing- like, Turner, you're the only one who's going to get it. Yeah, exactly. It's in China. No, I remember people asking me that in February. I was like, yeah, I used to live in China. And almost every show for about six weeks, some asshole in the audience was like, whoa, oh, don't give me the virus. And I'm like, I was like the little we knew about it. The, the, this is, we knew this much about it. You, we all thought we were safe. We're like, oh, this is swine flu. It's all things that happen in China that never come here. And then boom, like three weeks later, it hit us. And then I was like, oh no, Esther's still pregnant. <laughs> and Can I return this? <laughs> you know, I could, I could have terminated. I had the choice. It's I mean, New York listen, City. I could have terminated. It's a progressive world we live in. Right. That is yeah. a great reason. There's a pandemic. I was going to have a baby, but no, I can't bring it into this world. No. Yeah. They would have no understood. So did you have the baby in New York City? I did. When New York was the hot spot, because now New York is like the best. Unless the best. you're between we won. 20 to 29. I'm back. But- I got back three days ago. It's like a, it's like Cancun over here. It's spring break. Everybody's <laughs> hanging out. It's it's time to go to Fire Island. It's Club Med. Get your dick sucked. <laughs> um, it's so, like it's like every other place. You don't have to have abs, but you still need to like work out and look hot in New York. Yeah. So um, what was your first when it first dawned on you? 
that, whoa, this is hitting New York City and there's, there's no putting the baby back. Like, what was your first thought? I was happy because everyone was stuck at home. So everyone was in their third trimester of pregnancy. That's good. You're right. Cause you were going to lose out on be going out and stuff. And now you're like, Nope, no, I was, go out. I was going to miss out on every show. I was going to be home and be like, motherfuckers get to perform. Must be nice. Must be nice not to be pregnant with a baby. And now I was like, Oh, you can't leave the house. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't think of that. Cause I, when after we had our baby, I never would, you can't go out to like go, meet people for drinks. You can't you do can anything. Go you know, out, but then you your can. baby will die. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Esther had it's a not spite. like a dog. You can't leave it at home. It's one of the things they teach you. Esther had a spite baby. A spite baby. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was like, I was like, pleased with the fact that every single person in the world can't leave their house. Yeah, it's like best time. You're really right. This is the best time to have a baby. Genius. But what about like hospital? Like where? So we went to New York Presbyterian, which kept giving. What did he blow up? I think my son had the biggest poop of his life, and I just oh, want everyone. Congratulations! To congratulations you. for our listeners on uh, YouTube, we're viewers. Um, just FYI. <laughs> Check it out. Very, very important news. Um, so, yeah, I think. Oh yeah. Uh, what was funny was we were at New York Presbyterian, which is an amazing <laughs> hospital, and they kept announcing like the status with coronavirus. Quote. New York Presbyterian. It kept on being like all the coronavirus stuff kept on coming from the hospital that I was going to have a baby at. And they were like, you'll for sure need to get coronavirus tested. And I was like, okay. And then they started to not let my husband into any of my appointments. And then they were trying to do appointments over Zoom. And I'm like, how are we doing pregnancy <laughs> yeah. appointments? That seems a little important. Here, take my polls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sonogram through the screen. Like, how Yeah, that- I was like all right, I guess we're going to do this. And then they announced in New York city that no partners were allowed in the room. And I freaked out because I was like, if my husband isn't with me while I'm giving birth, who's going to take the pictures, you know? Who's going to take it? Yeah. It's like very old felt. And we're back to the 1950s. Like my grandfather sat in the car where my mom was born listening to like a Yankees (laughs) game. Like that's how it used to be. So I hate to say it, but it's this like, Part of me thought it was really sad. Like I really wanted my husband there, but the other part was that men are that obsolete. They're like, they really are important, are they? (laughs) Like, so the men just can't be there, but you'll still have a baby. And I'm like, you're right. I can do this on my own. (laughs) What about like class? Like, did they do Lamaze class? Do people do that? Or is that like an 80s? I did. Oh, they do Lamaze. Yeah. They do do childbirth classes still. I took a child's birth class over Zoom. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It was 10 couples. And so it went, you could, this is a little evil, but I started, me and my husband were watching it and it was a lot of great information. And the teacher was actually really great. She did her very best and we were listening and we were taking notes. Yeah. Shout out. Was she prepared for the Corona though? Did she have a... She she just did her class as normal and would okay. ask us to engage and we would like type in stuff and like sometimes she would I think the whole thing when you're doing Zoom it's like and you want to engage with the audience and make you know whatever so she was doing all that she was awesome but what was so funny was that all the other couples had windows that you could see and their name on it so it would be like Esther and Noah and then like Andrew and Michaela. And so we started talking shit 
we would put it on mute and it was just like looking at Joe Michaela, they're fucking already for her kid. And it was just nonstop shit talking. And it was a blast. There was one girl that her she looked so miserable and her husband looked excited. And her only question was about how much alcohol she could. <laughs> I was going to say that because I, I was telling Turner, we did a lot of these stuff. And like one of the, the joys of it is like all the people you meet in these classes, you realize are are like going to be bigger disasters than you and like making fun <laughs> of them. And all you come out of those meetings yes! more confident. So I didn't know if that would translate to Zoom, but I'm glad it does. That's why I tell people, I go, go take a comedy class, go to an open mic. You will see that you're not the worst one. That's got to <laughs> be something. Yeah, there are literal crazy people. Yeah, who are having babies <laughs> standing on stage. You're like, oh, I'm not like highly, I'm not nuts. I didn't escape from a mental institution. I'll be fine at comedy. Yeah, yeah but the best part is just like, oh, they hate each other. Oh, that was not a planned pregnancy. Oh, so you can tell, you can tell which relationships aren't going to last. Oh yeah, there was one couple that was like, oh, are you guys all in Brooklyn? Were you? And then one couple was like, so. Um, I have some health issues, so we actually moved to Massachusetts, and they just looked like they had health issues, and they were <laughs> pregnant, and they just like they just looked like the oh week they looked like weak links. Oh, <laughs> are you, do you guys they, have? Are you doing a reunion with your class afterwards? Because we did that with our class. We met at a bar. It was like did a, you? some bar in Brooklyn that's one of those breastfeeding bars where every mom whips it out and everyone goes nuts. And, <laughs> what? <laughs> those are real hipster, that? real hipster parents. <laughs> Spurts and house in Greenpoint. It's like, or, but, but now it's like, I don't know if that exists now in Corona. People might be like, I don't know if that's allowed. That, that's a, what breastfeeding in public. I don't know. Everyone's so germaphobic. Can you correct, now, catch right? Corona with your nipple? I don't. Yeah, I guess you're right. Don't so cough on my nipple. <laughs> so yeah, you guys have a zoom meetup or, a, a, or meet everyone in, in, the, in person or. No? I'm really not interested in meeting no. up with them. They were all so boring. <laughs> I think if you, I think the rules are if you knew someone in person previously, mm. then having a Zoom reunion is okay. But if you only know them from Zoom, yeah, there's no reunion. And then reuniting <laughs> on Zoom, it's like, what are we well, doing people, here? People are going on dates on Zoom, and then like IRL going out. So it's like everyone's IRL. starting the rela- <laughs> everyone's starting their relationships on the computer. I guess, yeah, and then you have to break up on Zoom. I don't really know how that works. I mean, I was, I'm like you three. You say we're having a bad connection. Oh, there <laughs> there it is. that's go. how it works. I, uh, I, it's, I can't. I, uh, 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 it's the old phone move that we used to do. Yeah, Sorry, perfect. I'm going through a tunnel for the next few years. So then, is it? So then, in the hospital, they like, did you, finally announce that the husbands could come. Or you can pick one birthing partner. Everything is like, mm. and you picked your husband. Partner. I did choose him because I was quarantining <laughs> with him. They they did the coronavirus on me test, and then they okay. took his temperature. They didn't do the test on him at all. And everything was like, I don't know. Once I got in the hospital, I. I mean, they were bigger fish to fry than coronavirus. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Like you think like, oh, it's got to be so scary. But then when you're in the middle of it, you're probably like, well, who gives a shit about coronavirus? (laughs) Come on, bring it on, (laughs) coronavirus. I had a nine pound, eight ounce baby that wouldn't exit. He wouldn't leave. And the doctors, yeah, we waited an extra week. So I was 41 past 41 weeks and the doctor's like so we're gonna induce so it's like great let's induce so they tried this they 
They tried that. They tried this. They pumped me with hormones. They pumped me with this. And they used all these weird tools. They used this like balloon thing to try to like pry open my cervix. And my cervix was like a frosty little bitch. And she did not (laughs) want to open. And so after 38 38 hours or 36 hours? I forget. They were like, so we're going to probably need to do a C-section. And I was like, great. Yeah. Did wait, you, uh, 36, wait, stop. 36 hours you're in yes. labor for? Cause is that normal? To I know be nothing. Fair, no, okay. usually when they induce, it takes about 24 hours. They pump you with hormones. You start having contractions and your ah. body just gets ready to push. And then the pushing could be like one hour to a couple hours. I didn't even get to the part where I pushed. They pumped with these hormones. I had contractions and contractions are basically just like telling the baby to get out. It's like, get yeah. out, get out, get out, get out, get out. What are those drugs Time called? They're like, that make the contractions. Pitocin. Pitocin, yes. Uh, it's like um, fake oxytocin. So right. whatever. Like so they're, yeah. so I'm having contractions. They measure, they're measuring it and all that. But what the contractions not doing is the baby's not getting getting the message. So the baby's just like, okay, yeah, contractions, okay, Party. and it's it like never <laughs> moved down. It's supposed to move down, and what, and then they broke my water for me. Oh, and the wow. baby still wouldn't go down. And finally, they're like, we gotta cut him out. And I was like, fine with me. At this point, like I went in there and I said to myself, I was like, I will not. I want a natural birth. I right. That's what I was C-section. telling Turner. People, the first birth ever wants a natural birth. They don't want to have the C-section. I don't want a C-section. Yeah. And I said, I was like, they cannot. Because sometimes you hear horror stories of people just getting forced into it. But I definitely feel like I gave it the 38 hours, gave it a shot. Did you, uh, you didn't, so you didn't have a doula or anything like that? that you couldn't take with you? I, a, didn't have a doula because I didn't have a doula and B, I didn't have a doula because of coronavirus. Right, that's what I was saying because we had a doula I mean, and I think if my wife had a choice of one person, she probably would have picked a doula and I'd be out. Oh, yeah. Have, yeah, there you go. But Like but someone you pay to massage push. your feet? Yeah. yeah, exactly. So are the, in the hospital, are the, like the nurses, is everyone getting, because I also, New York Presbyterian, that's, the people we those are the that's the hospital I called on March 10th when I found I was we my we were exposed we we didn't end up getting coronavirus typical. but on like March 6th typical. we had typical not getting coronavirus <laughs> what's typical so on March 6th uh we had lunch with some people they had they tested positive so then we like there was like oh you can call this number and they'll tell you if you have it or not so or if you what to do next but it was new york presbyterian and the lady on the other line she's like do not trust the news the news is telling you there's 50 new cases a day we are getting thousands of calls a day from people who definitely have it but we have no way of testing them and so i think that was she's like people are getting shoveled into our hospital was there a different wing for you than for corona people or what did they do for sure like the one thing that did make me feel special is like if you're trying to get an elective surgery, like goodbye, you're not getting it. It's Corona. It's the height. If you're trying to get anything done, like you're not going to do it. You're not going to get anything done because the hospital was like on one duty and that was Corona. And I just felt like they put pregnant ladies on a pedestal. It was the one thing that it's like, we don't have an option. We need to deliver a baby. So it was at the children's hospitals. It was at the children's hospital and it was on the 10th floor. And it's this whole wing, um, 
that you're supposed to get a tour of, which I didn't because it was <laughs> fucking coronavirus. Oh yeah. But, you know, it was just like, I probably met and interacted with 50 or 60 different nurses and doctors, like that many people. So I was there for like four or five days. Yeah. Oh, you, really? And, and, cause you had the C-section. If you have a C-section, it's, it's a major surgery. You, you can't just, they can't just get you out in 24 hours if you've had it. So yeah. Yeah. But you, and then you, but you also, you got a real perk though, is you must've got your own room because of coronavirus, right? I got my own room except for there was like one night po- I was post right after my surgery. They made my husband leave and they put me in a room with another woman Whoa. and I was going to be like, excuse me, I want my own room, but I didn't. And I just laid there and wow. her husband was in the room and he was talking really, really loud. And I was like on drugs. I had a, I, I just, I mean, I literally had a baby two hours ago. I'm in this room and there's a curtain and in my okay. like weakest voice, I was like, can you please stop talking? I haven't <laughs> slept in 40 <laughs> hours and through the curtain. Cause there was part of me that I was like, there was part of me that was like, shut the fuck up. Okay. They said that the husbands aren't allowed in. Like that's who I would be. Yeah. But because I had surgery, I was the You're only thing up. that came out oh my God. was that guy's so lucky yeah <laughs> this is- actually i would prefer someone being like shut the fuck up then like please you have no idea what i've been through <laughs> like that hurts way more and by the way gets it done much faster and much better but this, so what's the protocol like are they getting tested for coronavirus I guess everyone's getting tested. I mean, there's always, I always say with Corona, there's always a risk. Yeah. Anytime you leave your house. There's but I a mean risk. like this Jack, but you didn't have a choice is my point. Like this Jack. He must've been tested. Oh wait. Cause your husband wasn't tested. So then maybe they he took his, they took, they tested the pregnant women and then yeah. took the temperature of the husbands. I'm like, that should be the other way around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, shove a Q-tip up the husband's nose. Oh yeah, what's the test like? I haven't even had one yet. Some of them I've heard worse, just better, Q-tip. easier, or worse than pregnancy and <laughs> giving birth. A lot easier. <laughs> so, and by the way, anyone complaining? Because here's what I'll say: some people are getting it done and they put it up and they take it out. Fuck them. For me, it was two nurses. I mean, this is like. They hardcore hospital tests, not Walgreens. <laughs> they shove a huge Q-tip swab and I just flared my nostrils and it felt so uncomfortable. And then they circled it 10 times. It was oh, a total boy. of like probably a minute and a half. And it goes like way, way, way back up your nose, right? Yeah. And you know what? I lived and it wasn't that bad, but now people are like, yeah, they put it in my nose. I'm like, for how long? They're like, like two seconds, but it hurt. And I'm like, mm. fuck off. They Cat- swirled it around and counted to 10, like slow. Kaplan's kids are at summer camp and uh, they get, a, ca- they get yeah. a camp counselor. Where I'm a Jew. I can't, I can't not send them to camp. So. <laughs> <laughs> they get like a 19 year old camp counselor to look at the back of their throat every day. Not a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> just she looks at the throat at check-in. They do the temperature check, and then she looks in the throat. I don't know what she's looking for. I don't know if she knows they put the, what coronavirus looks like. But and you so, answer a Google questionnaire every day that basically swears 
that you have it, don't have coronavirus and haven't met anybody who has unless that's the current level of testing they're doing. <laughs> Are they going to day camp? It's like, a, it's like one's at a gymnastics camp and one's at a soccer camp or a day camp. So in yeah, person, but, Good for you. but they're mostly, yeah, well, fuck yeah, out of the house. I got it out of the house. I mean, my daughter's in the other room right now watching TV. So it's, but when they're in camp, it's great. It's like uh return to normalcy for a second. They need some. That's so nice. I mean, whatever what are you gonna do exactly that's good she so you're you're already mellowed you're not like a crazy parent who's like i can't because some parents are like actively angry at the idea of even considering sending their kids to school kaplan's getting shamed by the community yeah because somebody's like my kids aren't guinea pigs i can't believe you would let your kids be guinea pigs that's what somebody said Uh, parent. i was like well New York City is doing great. If yeah. we were up in the numbers, if it was March or April and there was yeah. 18,000 new cases, I'd be like, that's irresponsible. But right now we're, you know, we're in July and there's like, there was 400 new cases in a city of 8 million people. Yeah. yeah. So that's great. And the, so, yeah, but you, when you were there, it was like the peak. So were they, I mean, what was the mask situation like in the hospital? Were you, did you have to wear one while you're giving birth or anything? Or there, mm. did, I didn't have to wear one because once I was in, it felt like I was in, like right. I was going to say the word sanctuary. It was a hell. But once you're inside the gates of, of the doors of the maternity thing, it's felt like everyone kind of, you were pregnant and masks yeah. were off. And then when can your husband see the baby? At what point? He saw him immediately. He was there in the. Oh, sorry. Surgery. You said he was when allowed they, when to When you have, have the C-section, yeah. I've been through this. You're like, the man is on one side of a curtain. It's like the weirdest. Uh, he's basically there while your wife's being operated on. It's like, it's pretty gruesome, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's gruesome. And there's some people who go south of the equator. Oh, on the other side of the curtain? <laughs> on the other side of the curtain. Oh, Just yeah. for anyone listening to this on audio, she did quotes, yeah. uh, finger quotes as she said that. <laughs> I had the camera on the other side is on the other side of the sheet and, and it's not fun to watch your wife's organs get like, yeah, somewhere Then they pull the baby out and they like put the organs back or whatever is happening. I didn't want to see it and I didn't want my husband to see it. Yeah. Also, I couldn't really feel much, but I could feel like tugging. It kind of felt like someone was putting pants on me and unzipping me. Like that's the amount I could feel. I was on so many drugs, which were fantastic. And what was happening here, like head up, was my husband was hanging out with me. He was sitting next to me like, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> <laughs> And then the anesthesiologist, however you say that word, I'm a mom. You got it right. He was wearing like a Chiefs hat, like a Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, you cancel, cancel that guy. Problematic. (laughs) Problematic. (laughs) (laughs) Redskins t-shirt. Dox him now. (laughs) I, I don't care about sports, but I was getting operated on, and he and my husband were sitting one here and one there. Andy Reid's and operating they, he, he started to talk about the Broncos. Oh my God. It must be you so know, funny. I now we're like fully in some kind of sports conversation Amazing. while I'm having a C-section. You're like, this is my moment. I'm wondering like, I should, I should have been I, there. At first, yeah, you'd be like, also, this I other went, team. I went to one of the greatest Broncos-Chiefs games of all time. 
I saw Elway play Montana at Mile High Stadium. Oh my God! You have to have a baby. Are invited to my next C-section. When your wife has a baby, you got to go to this hospital now. You got to, you got to, you got to bit ready. Bring me the Chiefs guy. I want the Chiefs guy in my room. Also, it's telling when the doctors can wear scrubs and they have to wear a head wrap, and it feels like the anesthesiologists like to do a little sports flare on their head. I was like. That's an option, I guess, if you want to be like, yeah, okay, so I work in maternity, but like, I'm a man's man. I'm a man, yeah, I'm a sports Oh, it was a Monday night game, too. Oh, 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 yours is a Monday night. I was like, I had my baby on Friday. It was a Friday night game. National TV. So you did? Yeah. So they're talking about football. And at first I was like, I'm going to fucking kill both of you. <laughs> like, like, come here, come here. Fuck you. You're both going to need, need drugs when I'm done with you. But all of a sudden I started listening and he's like, well, I'm from Denver. And he's like, oh, really? Like, blah, 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 my house in Denver. And I swear to God, listening to their stupid conversation about sports <laughs> saved me from thinking about getting operated on oh, and whatever. See? And I actually now appreciate that bullshit small talk because if they were like all right scalpel okay put her heart over here (laughs) can you grab the kidney real quick like i would have literally the thing is for guys there's like small talk comes in it's like either you have like two options it's like sports Or I guess politics, but that's for like real lamos. So well, it's talking about like, women, but you can't do that during a birth. True, so. sports small or women. Talk. What? How did I small talk? Did she the tits on that girl? I'm right here. I'm still away. <laughs> How about Hello. that nurse? They teach you that as a guy growing up. You can't talk about women when you're having babies. So that's sports is a default. Better than politics. So. I was like, can you guys wait until you know I'm only numb from the neck down. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, that's why we need sports to come back because women are still having babies and we need things to talk about in the ER, in the in the operating sports room. Sports needs to come back so that relationships can revive because right now everyone wants to kill each other. There's only exactly. so much talking to each other you can do. You exactly. Know? We're at that. And then yeah, at some point. So what about now? We're what? all in relationships. Yeah, we're all, like, we're yeah, already mm-hmm. done. And all of our spouses are like in the other room right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my, my husband's like burping my child and I'm just like, I just... so what's, oh, so I... now can family see you or what? How does it, oh, yeah. how do you... so my mother was living in Florida before Florida became the epicenter. Oh good. She got out. And she, since March, like when coronavirus started, she did not leave her house literally did not leave her house and put like heavy restrictions on my dad to like not leave the house. Oh yeah. They're in Tampa, right? Where there's, Oh, hell yeah. They're in Tampa where people are like protesting about masks and yeah. They're like, they're in Tampa where my mom yelled at someone for not social distancing in the (laughs) sprouts, which is like a shittier whole foods. And then the woman was like, whatever. And then my mom was like, yeah, I bet you like that president who's not wearing a mask. Oh, boy. boy. No. Or my mom said something about how, like, everyone needs to wear a mask. And then the woman was like, I bet you don't even respect our president. And my mom was like, I don't. (laughs) You bet right. And then she goes, why don't you go back to to your country? Oh, Jesus. And my mom was like, this is my country. Yeah, it's South Florida. Where else should she be? She's from Israel, but she yeah, was just That's like, what I mean. It's like... Yeah. Uh, 
And my and then my mom was like, Tampa's I was gonna fight with her, but I walked away sure. and I was like, Good for you, walk away. And she and then I was like, I mean, at this point, the statistics prove that she has probably already died from coronavirus. So your mom won that one. I mean, that's the funny thing is like wear a mask. I don't want to wear a mask. Okay, fine, die. <laughs> well, in any of the super the people who are super vocal about it, <laughs> your choice. <laughs> yeah. The super vocal people usually die too. Like anyone who's yeah. bragging online that they're not wearing a mask has like two weeks to live. <laughs> I don't want to wear a mask, ma- so yeah. I stay home. Yeah, That's there it. you go. So can so can family, the I, see, can family see the baby or no? Oh yeah, so my mom drove from we didn't want her to fly so she quarantined for three months wow. and then drove like 23 hours from florida to new york city with my dad and they stayed with us for two weeks and my oh. dad stayed at a friend's house that had left new york but my mom stayed with us because we have a an a, like a twin bed that my mom could stay in and it was cute wow. and she was so helpful and so wonderful and like it was a it was awesome it was awesome. And it wasn't about, awesome, but it was awesome to have her there. Yeah. And what's it like you going to the her. doctor now? Is it like, do you go, like, is the pediatrician's we office, to, like, weird? It's they, actually weird? better than ever before because, you know, you used to wait in the office for doctors. And yeah. now the pediatrician's like, if your appointment's at 9, you need to be here at 9. Not 9.01 yeah. and not 8.59. And so the doctor sees you. And so there is no downtime and i actually prefer that like when i go to pick up my food now from like sweet green they're like it's ready i don't stand in a line i'm like has the world gotten better a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah no it has i mean yeah my dad is a doctor and he kept someone waiting for a while the other day and they got mad and left i'm like yeah what are you doing you can't keep people waiting right now <laughs> but he also it, has he figured out uh, uh telemedicine yet no, he has not figured that out either. So he's, he's missing out on like millions of dollars. Check yeah. my pulse. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> much easier. But there, the pediatrician by us, they have like a, a toy area that kids come in and they wait and they got rid of that, which is great. Like that's the biggest germ center in the, you know, in the world. And so, why not have gotten rid of it 10 years ago? Yeah, exactly. So they're just, you germs. Go out. Yeah. I feel like everyone should wear a mask no matter what. And let me ask you something. Cause you're Chinese. You Turner, that is bring it on. Turner. <laughs> I feel like masks were being worn by people who were Asian a lot yeah. before yeah. coronavirus. And now everyone has to wear a mask. But why were, why were there people wearing masks before? And I think it's smart. And I think we should do it for the rest of society. Okay. Here's why. Because in the last um, 15 years, this is their third pandemic. Yeah. So they, by our next pandemic, people will mask up a lot quicker, you know? So in 2002, 2003, they had SARS and that's where everybody's like, oh no, we should probably wear a mask. Everyone wore a mask. And then they had the swine flu, um, after that in like 2010. So now they're like old hat at this. So the second that it kicks up, the pandemic kicks up on planes though. Before. So what people learned, what became part of society is that if you are sick, you wear a mask to not get other people around you sick. It's a polite move, you know? So after the first pandemic, I want to say, that kind of just became part of the thing. And so people now, like if if you're on the subway and you see some Chinese lady in a mask, it means she's sick and she doesn't want to get the rest of the subway sick. Right. We used to think she was crazy. Yeah, Yeah, it's great. No, I used to think they were nuts, too. 
But now I'm going to have a mask with me at all times, even when we go back to normal, so that if I, yeah, I get a little cold or whatever, well, anything, kids just get put it on. Sick, all, like even without Corona, kids get each other sick so much. Yeah, I mean, right? I'm, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's something that I hope stays. Like you know, we taking our shoes off inside that came from Asia. You have um, yeah, everything. You, you, you everything's every. Yeah, me. Give me credit <laughs> for all of it. <laughs> And I think this mask when you're sick thing. The Rachel Dolezal of, of Asia. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing yellow face. And uh, <laughs> I, think, I think that'll stay, though. I think yeah. people wearing a you mask. You are the Chinese spokesperson. <laughs> I mean, my, you, you're yeah. my people. You, would you accept a job as a character on a cartoon that spoke Chinese and was Chinese? Yeah, I would. And you I would do, do voice, it yeah. as long as I, but after I made my like fifth million, you know, like $5 million, then I would uh, sure. apologize and I would say I'm never going to do it again, but I wouldn't give back any of the money. I would just apologize because <laughs> that's what you, uh, I think that's the You standard. already have your apology written before yeah, exactly. you even take the job. <laughs> exactly. So what's your advice to people giving, giving um, birth during this pandemic yeah. or any future pandemic? <laughs> or any future because they're coming around. They're coming. The, you gotta, the, people are going to plan their pregnancies around pandemics. So there's, a, there's certainly enough to worry about. So just like I would say, follow the instructions of your doctor, follow the instructions of the hospital and just relax as much as you can, because they they're going to tell you what to do. You follow what they, to do. I, also, don't leave your fucking house. Here's my here's my advice. Peaky Blinders, Upload, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I mean, oh, it's just a list and list of television shows. Don't fucking leave your house. Watch every single television show. Order Magnolia Pudding. Um, you know, I had to take my maternity photos in front of a green screen, and it was so oh, hard. Photos. My husband does not know my angles. And, wait, yeah. wait, what, What's wait, the maternity wait, wait. photo? You got, like, you're in yeah, your I've never heard people, photos. People take a picture of themselves looking... See, yeah, my wife didn't want to do that. She was like, I don't want to. Is pictures. this the one where, like, you're be- like, you don't have, like, you might have a sports bra on, but no, yeah, shirt, I look like Beyonce and the belly's <laughs> out. This type of photo is that a common a, thing? It was a parody of Beyonce. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so he took so, that. I think it is. He common. took it in front of my green screen. And by the way, I think I did it like he had to turn around the camera so I could see it. And so I was like, okay, now press it. Like, he couldn't. <laughs> Um, like I watched myself, but yeah, we, I mean, everything about it was like, I just stayed the fuck home. And when we went, we wanted to like walk around and exercise before the baby. We did it at midnight. We would walk around the neighborhood at midnight because there were no people at midnight. So that was the safest time for me to walk around. And it's the same thing. Like you don't want to walk around with a mask on, then walk around at four in the morning. No one's there. You know, like for me, it was always about social distancing, wearing a mask. If someone was near us, we would literally cross over to the other side of the street. Like we acted like we had leprosy and they had leprosy. It's been upon the race. Uh, and and then, hey, that. And it was white. These were white people. <laughs> I was and waiting for that. As soon as a white person came, I would, I would like look back, freaked out. You have to cross see. for both equally. And no matter everybody. So you're saying. But Is the it, dogs are fine. Yeah. But, and then, I and the medications, do they, ever, is there anything they give you when you go in that's different or is it all, it's all pretty much the same once you're there. Like you, the Pitocin is the one, the, the, the one that gets you, that gets you going, right? Is it like, what's the painkiller they give you that, um, to mix epidural. it like no, epidural? That's the one. Did you take that immediately or did you wait? I asked for it in the lobby. 
Yeah, because my wife originally was doing the natural birthing. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> like, really? No, yeah, no, I you got it because that's the thing. In the beginning, you're like, I want to do the natural birth, and you're doing the pitocin, and you're like, you look like you're dying, as a, from my perspective. And then you get the epidural. I left the room, got some Anita, came back. It looks like my wife's just waiting for a plane. She's just like reading a magazine. Like all of a sudden, she's chill. <laughs> it's a whole it was game really good, and it was really it. chill. Yeah. Oh, but then once you get the epidural, they put a catheter on you, so you have to mm. go pee pee in a bag. Which that's, I loved. Yeah, that's a know. perk. What's wrong with that? No shame. Yeah, everything. So I, wait, I do it every day now. What about um, changing topics? What about the comedy? Didn't you just film a comedy special? So yes, what I wanted to do. I was supposed to do a pregnancy album, which right. then turned into a that. pregnancy special, and I was so excited. And I didn't know much details other than they took my album and was like, "We're not going to do an album. We're going to do a special." And I was so excited. And then I got an email that said they're going to postpone it because of coronavirus. And and I said, okay, well, that's not going to happen ever. And that's fine. And I was like, great. Me and a million other people got things canceled. Like, I didn't even feel that sorry for myself, but I was like, it's not happening. And then I get an email in late June that they're going to shoot it in July. And I was like, no, you're not. Like, my brain could not compute how they were going to do it. And I was basically in denial until um we got there i got there and it was a drive-through was this the rose bowl wait 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 a drive-through you mean like a drive-in like a drive-in movie theater drive-in so you went to california though i went i flew to california with an n95 mask and i after you gave after you had the baby after i had my baby i'm just putting this together you're in new york yeah i have my baby six weeks later I'm on a flight to California. I get off the plane, go to the hotel. The next day, I go from the hotel to the Rose Bowl, where they yeah, you they have hundred thousand seats. I hit the stage, and it was a bunch. It was two hundred cars, and and there was uh, twenty cameras and a drone, and it was like crazy production. And they were and they were filming it as a special, and it was what? an hour. And that was with Tribeca, actually. Wait, I got a bunch of questions. Was this an hour? So this is an hour you had done that you were about to do record in some way before the pandemic. 45 minutes of it was stuff that I had written and was ready to do for my album slash then it turned into a special. 15 minutes of it was brand new. Whoa. And you hadn't done it anywhere. You hadn't hadn't done it on stage. I did five Zoom shows leading up to my special. Well, okay, I have a question. Does Zoom did the, did it translate? Like, did the jokes hit the same on Zoom as they do in a live audience? Because I have like I'm going through the same thing at some. Zoom point. is about twenty five percent of a show. It's like it's a quarter. You so mean- it's better than nothing. Okay. It's like a sh- a full comedy show is a hundred percent. You tell a joke, you get the laughs. You tell a joke, you get the laughs. Yes. Zoom somehow takes that experience and just gives you one fourth of it. Somehow, some way, it just reduces it. The laughs, the telling, you're telling jokes to a computer, it feels a little weird, like one fourth of how it should feel. They're yeah. receiving the jokes and it just, again, feels like a quarter. And then you receive the feedback and that also is like, meh. 
But did it see like if the jokes worked on Zoom, would they work on stage or is it- absolutely because Zoom ah. is an uphill battle. Zoom is like working out with weights. Oh, this is yeah, great because I was see. worried it was going to be the opposite. I've been doing oh. Zoom shows for like the last three months, but nothing. If you live. can make someone laugh on Zoom. All right, here we go. You um, can really, really kill it when there's people. <laughs> there's real humans. <laughs> and not even to mention like people around people. Yeah. People around people, that's infectious. You telling jokes to one person is not very funny. You telling jokes to a room full of people, very funny. It's like, yeah, it's it, it was it was just as good as the birthing class. So now you're wow. on stage <laughs> filming and everyone's in their car. And how do you hear like what are the laughs or how, how does that, that part work? The people I, I have to give credit to. I was not involved in this. This was all comedy dynamics. The company was incredible. They put microphones. They came up with this all on their own. They put microphones in cars, selective cars, cars with more than two people in it. They said that they were trying to pick cars with a lot of people in it. Um, And so they put microphones in it. Some of the audio was stored for the special and some audio was actually projected onto the stage so that I could hear people laughing in there. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. It was a little weird, you know, getting like feedback from cars that were mic'd up, especially since one of the cars was very clearly my friend, Lindsay, who's like (laughs) my photographer and my friend, and I could hear her laughing. And she even said something. It's like, she like was like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, on stage, hearing what someone's talking about in their car. (laughs) So do you have a headpiece in so you can hear that? No, they were literally playing it. Ah. My, my audio is my microphone, which apparently didn't conflict with the audio that they were literally playing feedback from other people. Holy and cow. then they were capturing even more audio that I was hearing from and the cards. D- did you do one show or two shows? What? One show. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's awesome though. It's like an un- experience. It's, it's a hell of a lot better. Four, than- four, five, four or five Zoom shows. By the way, one of the Zoom shows for were with two audience members and I picked them. I was like, my husband has two sisters. They're both good laughers. They're both kind of my target demographic. They've heard some of the jokes, but a lot of them were brand new. So it was just me. It would be like how we're Zooming right now. Oh my God. And it was supposed to be, it was connected to Tribeca, correct? Was it, were you yes. originally supposed to do the film festival, that comedy stuff going on? Or was I it- literally don't know anything about what was happening other than I know that Tribeca is like this insanely prestigious film festival. And then all of a sudden. <laughs> Kaplan exactly. runs it. It's not that prestigious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I worked, I worked there. So I, we, we were talking about, we were going to do <laughs> like literally. Am I, am I, it is. No, it, it, is, it is. It is. It is. It is. It is. Yeah. Not because of me. I, I just, I'm I, not doing the prestigious once part. Once you left, it got really good. Yeah. I wasn't involved in this, in this, uh, in this part, I've been furloughed, so that's why that's why they're doing good. <laughs> that's stuff. why we didn't. That's why they didn't ask I, us to so do. So literally anything. in March, I talked to the comedy people about us hosting like a live podcast during the film festival with guests that they were going to have on doing comedy stuff, and who knows, maybe that would have been you. And then like a day later, they said yes, and then a day later, they canceled the film festival because of coronavirus. So it's <laughs> so it was weird. supposed to be. I think the comedy was always supposed to be kind of tangential with yeah. Tribeca. 
they were supposed to have a whole thing. But I have to give credit to the Conway Dynamics people. They set it up really, really, really well. These are the the like badges. Oh, oh, look at that. There you go. Becca's logo. There it is. So I invited some people to come and I didn't see them. They're like, you were so great. I didn't see. All I saw was a blur of cars with their headlights on. like Just yeah. like a parking lot. I was in front of a parking lot. I told my mom, I was like, to prepare for the show, I practiced in parking lots around New York yeah. City. Like, Do you doing riffs on people's cars? Like, what do you... Like, I started my show with a little riff of like, who knew all my fan base was mostly Kias, so... <laughs> Very big with the I, did, I did like one or two car jokes, yeah. but I was like here we are and, and i've i've been wanting this opportunity for a while and so i'm going to take it so there That's was amazing. one joke that i had written hours before the taping that i did on my special yeah that's awesome congratulations yeah thank you and it was about my flight my flight from jfk to lax there was no food at jfk and i was starving not a single shop was open and we get to Delta and they were not serving food. And I am postpartum six weeks mm. and I am very hungry and I'm irritable. And my boobs were like hurting because you're supposed to pump and I'm hungry and my boobs are hurting and I'm sitting on this plane and it's a five hour flight. And I was getting so hungry and I was pumping and I was literally looking around and they didn't even have menu oh my to God. order food. They didn't have a, any food on the plane. And I was pumping my own milk. And I just decided that there was only yeah. one way out of it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> cannibalism. <laughs> so I legit had literally had to drink my own milk. No. Wow. Really? What, how did it taste? I hadn't eaten in six hours. I mean, you're living, I'm surprised you're not dairy free in Brooklyn, you know, or New York I City. am no, usually dairy free, but while I was pregnant, I was like, breast oh, milk's very trendy. Though. I mean, so fucking cheese. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm vegan, but if you're pregnant, you need like cheese is more oh, important than pregnant. Oh my God. I did. T- I've, I've had breast milk too. I was told, I was, ca- well, cause we used to, she used to pump so much and it'd be, she'd be like, did it go bad yet? Can you take a sip? It's like, I don't know what it's supposed to taste like, <laughs> but. Yeah, good for you to so I be efficient. But then there were people, like, there were a couple guys that could, like, see me, and I I could tell that there was someone who witnessed me pump and drink my own milk. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. And you they must sip? have thought that I was the craziest, grossest, like, nasty bitch of all time. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, so intimidating. Like, it had to have been the most intimidating moment of their lives. And by the way, as soon as I finished, like, two or three ounces of my own milk, they came by with almonds and Cheez-Its. Oh, I love as this guy's looking at Esther. She's drinking her own milk, and she's like, "What are you I thinking like, of?" Like the guy's thinking of offering that. you. A, he's like, "Here's five bucks for a bottle." He's debating it. He's hungry himself. Esther's like, "I'm flying yeah. to L.A. to be a star." I was like, I have to film my special. I have a breast milk mustache, and I just oh look God. like so, an animal. But the baby stayed. Your baby stayed in New York, though. You didn't. 
Yeah, the baby stayed in New York. Wow. That's, that's I think all right, Esther. That's all we have time for. We gotta yeah, go. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Thank you so much, <laughs> Esther. I am selling my breast milk, so DM yeah. me on IG if you want to buy should, it. For Patreon levels, for anybody who pays ten dollars <laughs> a month, we will give you one bottle of Esther's breast milk. Extra level. All right, that's Extra our podcast. Offer. Uh, or sorry, that's the that's the interview. We got to yeah. get to the news, Kaplan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Esther, oh. thank you for doing it. How can people find you? Uh, and when's the thing? When's the special coming out? I have no idea what's happening with the special. Yeah. Not a clue, but I am on Instagram and I'm technically on Twitter, but Twitter is a cesspool of hate and we should all delete ours. Mm. So Uh, delete your your Twitter and follow me on Instagram. Esther K? Or Esther dot steinberg esther dot steinberg on on, uh instagram kaplan that's it thank you esther cap let's get to the news bye let's get to the news Back, Kaplan Esther Steinberg. Yeah, was that her? I was. We didn't say it earlier, but was that her fourth appearance or fifth appearance? I feel like we should. We, should, we didn't honor that she might be the all-time leader right now. She might be the all-time leader. She's. Is it her? Or is it Heaton? Who's at number one? Weber. Well, Heaton claims he's only been on like two. Or, I don't know who hasn't been on two or three times. I'm not sure. Anyway, I think she's at least at four. Yeah, and she maybe, called in once. So I think. Oh, she's the leader. so she might be at five. If you're yeah. right, counting the and call in. If we're counting call yeah. ins, and uh, yeah, I hit it. And I even, by the way, I, 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 shame on me since I'm the Jew here. But I didn't even ask her about having a bris. But like, I was thinking about it later. You know what a bris is? Yes, it's like the number one positive. Now I think about it, about having a baby, especially a boy baby, during this whole thing. If you're Jewish, is you don't have to. That's like the worst experience ever. If you're a parent, you have to like. She's out of the hospital four days later. She's got to host a party for like. 100 people, and now she just got out of that. So great job by her having the baby. I will say it's an odd tradition. <laughs> it's very odd. <laughs> I wish it would be canceled. It's really it's really the patriarchy at its, I get, at its worst. I mean, I get the uh, I get the, the the functionality of it, but having a whole uh, song and dance to go along with it. I mean, can't you do it in private? The Gentiles, I mean, you literally you like private. we yeah, we had like a birth story just almost as long as Esther's where we were in the hospital for days and came out and it's like you're all like you're adjusting to having a baby and then all of a sudden i'm like trying to come up with how much bagels and locks do i need to order for this many guests it's all you know you're entertaining people and you gotta get put yourself together it's very strange to watch your kid be chopped off but yeah and why does everyone want to come around and watch because in judaism it's a great mitzvah or good deed it's like an honor it's like it's like the easiest mitzvah you're ever going to do where like to be there and just a member like you're just do you get credit? It's really a participation mitzvah. You're getting credit for showing up as a Jew. So you okay, want to be there. But in certain, you know, in certain countries in certain cultures, there's, you know, um, killing a virgin child is a, is a mitzvah as well. But that, <laughs> but that doesn't mean we all jump in and board and do it. You know? No. I, well, we're, th- we're slow to adapt to the times and something. So this I, is, as this you is said, it could be thing. one, it could be one to, to die off. Right. Or at least to move it back to eight days, you know, you'd be like, well, if there's a pandemic. Maybe you could do it in uh you know, six months down the road, but such an odd. And, and, and the Moyle, you get a guy, you don't even get a doctor. You get a Moyle. Moyle, it's such a like, weird word. There's no way a Moyle. These Moyles, they're you want them. They're all guys, old guys who do a lot of shtick. There's no way you're getting a Moyle who's like wearing a mask and doing wait, all wait, the wait, 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 properly. Wait. What do you mean they do a lot of shtick? 
the Moyles are like, are they like they're comics? like sort of doctors. Yeah, they, they're 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 like like Jews with beards and like they're like old guys who like you think are. Yeah, they're 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 there to do a good, good funny speech about what it's like to have no a baby. No wait, they really and they're do? good at cutting off the foreskin without oh, like hurting gross. anybody. Oh god. Yeah. Wait, so, but they do. So, they really do like almost like a, a performance, like a stand up. I side? mean, I hire. Well, I should. I'm speaking like like I'm like I know how what every Moyle's like. All I know is that the Moyle we hired, <laughs> I hired him because I was at another bris like a year earlier before Teddy was born, and the guy was hilarious. And I was like, that's the guy I want for my Moyle. This he's got is- great. He's yeah, killing. This is like how I get booked on corporate shows. Yeah. Like and they then, see me I, at the club and they go, oh, you got to come do it for IBM. Come down, do it for our company. We got to have Yeah, you. but you know what? It's funnier when the shticks with some other kid. But then with us, he made some joke about Teddy having a small penis. And all of a sudden you're like, I don't like this guy. Oh, He's out. come on. <laughs> so, it's a really Low blow from so, the moil. Also, low, that's an easy blue joke. humor. Yeah, exactly. It's I a mean, baby. <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah, I thought you were going to say it's an easy joke because it's a Jew. But yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know that. Is that a thing? Is that you teach me? I feel like you do more harm. I mean, than it's good. not. It's not not a thing. It's not like a. I've never know. heard that. Ulan Gold has that great joke when he gets up, where he's always like Jews. He makes some joke about Jews having big penises, and he's like, "Oh, you never heard that before." I'm trying to start that rumor. Like, it's not. It's never been known the other way around. So you know, let's just say that. Well, but yeah. we're not known for our size. But anyway. story of the week comes to us from the New York Post, Kaplan. Teens, yes. I like this. Teens. Teenagers, teens as we call them, are dressing up as mask-wearing grandmas to score alcohol. (laughs) Now, I I like this. Yeah. What do you like about it? Well, I like that, you know, you don't want to, if you're going to try to get booze with a fake ID and a fake getup, you don't want to look 25. You want to look 85. Because no one's, you know, people might still card 25-year-olds. I was carded uh, up until I was 35. For drink, and they say, you know, we card up to thirty. We card, don't. Oh, and they then still, they do I that. still get carded sometimes. Yeah, go, not not at, not at liquor stores, but at bars. And then and they do that card. weird compliment. Oh, you're lucky. You got yeah. a young face. You must yeah, like yeah. it. But that's if I'm at teens. You guys are on the right path. Be eighty five. Don't be twenty five. My friend in high school, Justin Kruger. Shout out to him, listener to the pod. He got when he got his first fake ID. Do you know what name he got put on the fake ID? Um, Strom Thurman. Oh, wow. Is that not even the right state? Isn't Strom in South Carolina? <laughs> well, yeah, but it was an Oregon ID. They don't do fakes oh, of California. And you're assuming most bouncers don't get the political reference, so they don't. Well, he was the you. oldest man in the Senate, you <laughs> see. Was... Justin Kruger said, I oh, want to be see. the oldest guy out there. I'm you know, I hate Strom to say, Thurman. you know, Strom Thurmond was also a racist. So, you know, he was. <laughs> wow, this was before so, cancel culture. So I'm going to cancel Justin Kruger by, you know, transparency that he had that ID. <laughs> Listen, racists need fake IDs, too. They need a drink too. Yeah. So, well, they that's what you know, need you, a drink. You need to raise a point though, that that's the thing you go for. Like when you're going to tell a lie, if you want to do it with, with, with craft, some artmanship, you know, craftsmanship to it, you got to go for a big lie. Like anybody can get away with a little lie. So if you're pretending to be 22, what's the fun in that? But if you're pretending to be an old grandma, now all of a sudden you're like a stage actor. Like go, these people are get, get, go they're getting out. Lie. Yeah. They're going, they're getting out walkers. They got these bifocal, these like those old person glasses. I'm looking at these photos here. They're really they're getting into character. But like, I gotta they, give. I'm not looking at the picture, but I imagine. Do they just look like when the one kid plays the grandma in the high school play, and he's still <laughs> clearly a kid? I mean, this one girl looks pretty old, and I don't know if maybe she's. I got some what the makeup thing is. She doesn't look like a grandma, but you know she's. 
if she's walking, it's all about the walk. Like she's got the she's got a walker with a tennis ball in it, so she really went all in at the bottom. Yes. I never know why walkers have a tennis ball in it, but she's going that far. Oh, so. she does the walker. That's a, I love that the d- attention to detail. Yes, attention to detail. And the only thing I don't like about the story because it's like to me, it's like if you're going to do it, you have some fun with it, you get some alcohol, you go get drunk during a pandemic. Yeah, there's one detail I don't like about the story as I read it is that it's mainly they're doing it because it's a p- TikTok like dare. It's like a TikTok thing. I so hate this. These, you know, it's like you get you you have something fun. It's a great idea. Just do it and go get drunk and don't 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 post the videos. Meanwhile, Joe Schaefer are making the Joe Schaefer at TikTok's hacking their bank account right now. <laughs> Josh, that's the real prank. The last laugh is the, <laughs> yeah. Joe Schaefer's on a spending spree. Him and the him and his Chinese businessmen suitors. <laughs> him and the Chinese government. <laughs> they're all out somewhere right now. Yeah, on your dime because you just gave your credit card away. To, yeah, but but good yeah. job, so Zoomers. Next yeah, story of the week, Kaplan. This comes to us from today.com. Now, I don't know what is that today? What a website. What a company. I think it means a Today Show. I think we've. I'm oh, assuming we have means, talked about that. You're right. Yeah, I always imagine show. there's just a business called Today. <laughs> yeah, they when the internet was first invented, they just got today <laughs> before someone else got tomorrow. Airlines they? ban alcohol. Have we done this one? Before? Airlines ban no. alcohol and cut back on regular beverage service due to COVID 19. Now, this yeah, is I mean, what Esther was talking about. Yeah, this although is why Esther, she drank it, her own breast milk. Yeah, I don't know. You can't really, you know, if she was drinking on the plane, it would have, it would have been. You can't, you can't give your baby getting breast milk that you're drinking under. That's the same as you know, <laughs> maybe. So it's okay. It would have been good for her to drink it. Then it'd be a way to. But yeah, this is a. Uh, this is Captain, making it. Fu- I hate it's hard now. I hate this story all around. Every yeah. time there's no bigger war profiteer than the United States airline industry. Anytime, you know, remember we, uh, 9-11 happens. Oh, there's a shoe bomber. Okay, shoe bomber, fine. But then they says, uh, the airlines, they says, okay, now we're going to cancel. Uh, no more free food on the airplanes. Right, and then no more liquids. You can't and bring. Going, like, how does that stop a terrorist? No more free food on the airplanes. Now right, you got to no, pay eight ninety nine if you want to terrorize us. You get some yeah. Cheez-Its and then got bombs away, you know. But when you're not terrorizing one the- us for free. I don't get it. <laughs> exactly. But do you do you actually? Um, and they've done it again now. They've canceled alcohol, and I guarantee you that when alcohol comes back, either it's not food's not going to come back, or it's not alcohol's not going to come back, or when it does, it's going to be a hundred dollars because you you might get coronavirus, so we got to charge you more. It does, right. none of it. I guess the theory is they're saying they want to have less interactions, but I don't buy um, the theory. I mean, one of the only, if anything, it's like there's like six people on the plane. You're you're taking your life in your hands. If anything, you should be getting free drinks. They should be thanking you for flying. So, Easily. Uh, I mean, because, you know, there's no flying abroad right now because we don't have our passports are pretty. There's a, someone wrote a funny article today about like the American passport is like useless now. They're good there's, for like, nothing. No, there's, there's like nowhere in the world we can go. So, you know, that we should turn domestic flight. We should make it feel we should go the other way to make Americans feel better that we can't go to Europe. Make our domestic flights feel like international. Give us free booze on the plane, not just give us booze. Let everyone get wasted. And I got an idea. And, Do a yeah. couple laps over the salt, uh, the Great Salt Lake. How about that? Make us feel yeah. like we're flying over the ocean. And you know where, where they would never, this would never fly, by the way, anywhere. There's no airlines in Europe. Can you imagine Ryan, what's it, Ryanair? Was that the Ryan one? Ryanair is our, yeah, there are here. Imagine if Ryanair tried to ban alcohol. There'd the be airline real, of the pod. <laughs> there'd be a real uprising of an airline like that banned alcohol. I there'd mean, be- how are those guys <laughs> supposed to bang on the airplane when they're sober? <laughs> 
<laughs> exactly. They'd be throwing yeah, a fit. Ne- next thing you I think they probably, are they, have they banned banging on the airplanes now because of coronavirus? They, I hope not. Not <laughs> in, first not in came, Europe, at least. First they came for the Coors Light. I didn't say anything. And then they came for the bang. <laughs> it's real. In their it's seat. Like, in Ryanair, I, they don't even go to the bathroom. They do yeah, it right I'm not the- flying. I'm making an announcement right now. I'm not flying again until alcohol's back. Oh, that's, I'm not flying until I see there's people banging in 21 J. <laughs> until that's, uh, last story. Fight. This yeah. is from TMZ. Our good friends over at TMZ. OJ Simpson is seen uh. in Las Vegas, cut through a crowd, no mask. Oh, he's throwing a, bir- he's through a birthday party. He's throwing a birthday party and it's a mask free birthday party. Now people are yeah. outraged about that and they're shocked. Me, not shocked. Here's the thing. If you get away with murder, you think you're scared of coronavirus? Yeah, he I mean, they it's couldn't, like really The state of California couldn't kill the guy. You think you think he's worried about a, a pandemic? It'd be a, and maybe he's looking to rehabilitate himself because like if you get you get known for if he, if you get, if you're a famous person who dies from coronavirus, yeah, that's the thing you're going to be known for more than anything else you did in your whole life. Yeah. So he's like, this is going to erase the first ledger in the Wikipedia entry of O.J. Simpson for future generations. As you've said like, many oh. times, all these people dying who are famous, and then you always, if it's not Corona, we skip like, right oh, through. We don't. You're not just a story. Yeah. So I mean, you know, he. I. I the other thing, I, I, you know, I don't know, you don't have the picture in front of you, but I saw the the mask-free picture they showed of him. And he's like hitting on a blonde girl in the picture. It's of like he's course. like right up close, whispering in a blonde woman's ear. Still got his like fastball. Too, still, I just like the consistency. Like he's never changed his type over the years. You know, he's but still you like what you like. You like what you like. You get set in your ways, and you know he didn't use masks those the old days. He's not going to wear masks now. He's set and, in his uh, ways. Did he? We got to get him on the pod because he's really great on Twitter. If you watch those videos of his, you know? he is one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as someone once said, not me, some, I don't know, some other comedian, uh, said that he's the most well-adjusted person on Twitter. Yeah. He could be our, we need someone to give us a Vegas episode. We haven't done a Vegas, you know, uh, uh, oh, we just did a Vegas we did one episode. two weeks ago, <laughs> but besides that, we haven't done a Vegas episode. I was thinking we've done Vegas. That's well, right. Vegas uh, suburbs. We have not done. We haven't done. Yeah. We've only done one Vegas episode. We should, we do, we need a counter rebuttal. <laughs> It is exciting that he never wore a mask from criminal days to Corona days. He's a mask. Right. He should have worn a mask when he was, he might've helped when he's doing his crime. But when he was doing that one where he was on video, stealing the Heisman trophy, I don't think he's wearing a mask in that in Vegas, but you know what? The gloves though, he was wearing gloves. Maybe he's last way. I'm sure he's not wearing gloves now. Right. That's like the, I would imagine not. um, Although you never know. I mean, maybe he wants to relive his glory days. Put well, on a couple yeah, of mean, isotoners. <laughs> do you think he? Do you think that's one of his pickup lines? Like, if he was wearing the gloves during Corona, that could be a line to these blondes. He'd be like, "Ah, oh, doesn't fit." And then, I mean, I would imagine he. De- <laughs> he, I would imagine he slips in if the glove don't fit yeah, when he's yeah. uh, speaking with his ladies. Yeah, I would yeah, imagine that's how he does it. That's the podcast, Kaplan. <laughs> what a wild show we had. We will be back yeah. next week. Uh, of course, you can catch us tomorrow. Oh. The next day, the next day, and the other day, four day, four extra shows a week, right there on Patreon. Yeah, on, that, on the Patreon show, we're going to talk about Turner's return and adjustment to Br- Brooklyn, New York. To Brooklyn, New York. Patreon.com slash Lost in America. You can go to Lost in America pod.com to see, to get the links to that. Also, we put all of our videos, Lost in America, on YouTube. You can watch the interview section of every one of these shows right there on YouTube. Cap, that's it. What should we do? I think it's just about time for us to get lost. Get lost!
Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Save big money and transform your home with new appliances now at Menards. We offer the lowest prices and the largest in-stock appliance selection ready to take home today. Check out top appliance brands, including KitchenAid, Maytag, Whirlpool, Amana, and Criterion. Upgrade your home and save big money on new appliances at Menards. Shop our entire selection of appliance options online today at Menards.com. Save big money. 